I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. You can also access that through the Double T973 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Shout out to Chuck Hines, my old partner on the morning drive. He was just in here on Friday, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. filling in for Gus. Had just enjoyed his 63rd birthday. Right. Why are we shouting him out? What happened? You notice a uh, particular smell in the... Uh, First United Bank Studio, brought to you by... Uh, like, it smells like lilacs in here. Detect any, like, other notes? Oh, wow. The, Maybe it's more pronounced on my side of the desk because he, do something disgusting. he spilled his coffee this morning, and now oh. it just smells like coffee over oh. here. <laughs> yeah, like, he spilled it right here, and they put the air freshener all the way over there. <laughs> I don't think we have a plug-in on that wall, do we? There's yeah. a there's a power out like their power strip right there. Yeah, but that's not for air fresheners. That's for computer and yeah, yeah, stuff. stuff. I've only ever seen one thing plugged in there. No, there's not one right behind you, right there. No, sure isn't. Well, well, well. I'm gonna make an executive decision and oh, move that in the next wow. break. Now you may fog us out with cologne smell or whatever that stuff Better is. Better than Folgers. You would. <laughs> defile the chuck hines memorial air freshener plugged into the wall what do you mean memorial he's still kicking it's, it's that's what it's written barely right? <laughs> he's lost a step or two <laughs> and you said that he's done this before oh, to my knowledge i mean he's done that gig for 10 years he's probably spilled his coffee a couple of times well, although i did really enjoy choice making fun of him and then like right before Sneed and I took over on our show. He spilt his entire thing of water. Uh-uh, <laughs> karma <laughs> like, is... How, how, could, how could anyone do this? Karma <laughs> is undefeated, isn't it? Spill it everywhere. <laughs> karma. Karma remains. That's <laughs> a very choice story. Oh, Yeah, wow. very choice, wow. Woodman. Uh, I'm not much of a spiller, and I'll tempt fate here. That's oh, fine. Oh, my God. I don't... I, it's no big deal, but like... Holy Moses. I uh, I have plenty of faults and plenty of uh, of things that I can improve on, <laughs> but I'm not much of a spiller. I I did not tempt fate. I have mostly stayed away from it because although I don't think I am a spiller in in like everyday life, I mean in my thirty years I have spilt things before. Oh so. sure, yeah. I mean, so I've, today would be the day if I've I had if I had dug before, in. But it's just like. I don't, I don't know that I've ever done it multiple t- enough times to kind of develop a reputation. You know, right. It's like that guy's a dropper. Yes. That guy's a spiller. Yeah. I, I've, I've been pretty clean lately, but I, I can go ahead and put this one out there. And that way, the karma thing, because I, I can confess to a spill yesterday. We were talking about the hibachi place that we ate yeah. yesterday, and they put the two little bowls, and you yeah. get the, the mustard and the... The ginger sauce. Yes. Yes. Which is del- a delight. Mm-hmm. Just get double ginger sauce. 
Yeah, I'm, is the I'm, move. No, I'm, I'm, if I doubled up on anything, it'd be the mustard, but I like them both. And so I'm concentrating on the mustard, and I got the ginger in this hand, and the cell phone's right here, face down on the table, and I <laughs> dropped the big splooge on the on the camera lens of ginger sauce. So it, not a not a whole dump, whole bowl fall out of my hand, but just enough to just go, oh, perfect, right there on the right there on the camera. So when I take a picture of you, Dickens. You are uh, highlighted Suddenly by... Suddenly, I'm uh, ginger. Yes. Marianne, nowhere to be found. You are harla- highlighted by delicious spices. Uh, <laughs> this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, I just wanted to say, hey, and go D-backs. That is from our uh, resident Diamondbacks fan. He is just tapping these Rangers fans on the shoulder, isn't he? I hope that this person... Um, because they're they're a new texture, right? They I don't think that they've texted much before. Either that or a guy with a, um, an old texture with a new. Sure, phone. but either way, I hope that they stick around. And if the de- yeah, the sure. Diamondbacks happen to win, you know, some of these games or all of these games, I would like to be. I would like for them to be like a very obnoxious Diamondbacks fan. That, yeah, that could, would make this a lot better. He could just be an obnoxious pain, and then people will be asking us, "Who is that guy?" I don't know, and I don't. Stuff in Houston says this, 80, that comment sealed your spilling fate. I don't yeah, think so. I think that I'm immune to this, oh. to, to, to tempting fate, because I've been talking about for years how I've never been given a speeding ticket, and yet here I am uh, still untainted by speeding tickets. Meanwhile, my wife got one yeah, just last week. Yeah, she did. Or maybe even the week before. I don't know. We've been disappointed in her before, but never to this extent, right? No, I mean, I was. It was kind of whatever. I was on the phone with her. Actually, she was getting pulled over. That was entertaining. Bleeping, yeah. bleep, She's bleep, like, bleep. Am I getting bleeping pulled over? Um, I sure is bleeping. I got to call you back. And, and if she wasn't in this state, it could have been. Uh, I saw you on your phone, so we're gonna tack on a little. Uh, tack on a little extra. Now, uh, Red Raider Who Gun says that Hibachi place is top notch. Yes, it is. We actually went there um, last weekend, maybe. Oh, yeah. I remember Mr. you mentioned it like in the last couple of weeks. You mm-hmm. talked about going over there, kind of date night or something. Uh, yeah, Bobby Hot Dog was... says Clint's numerous beefaroni stained t shirts tell a different story about his spilling frequency. Yes. It's only four. True. And some of it is what, quad spills? Too. Quad spills. Uh, this on the chat line to me, this World Series is a David versus Goliath feel to it. Rangers with a gentleman's sweep. Um, and so is are the Rangers Goliath in the scenario? They gotta be. If, if having won six whole more games, uh, if if this uh, if our texture is uh, unless our texture is just like to concocting his own schemes and his own world of how. how oh, this are, is different. This is not our D back fan. No, I know that's what I'm saying. But if that texture is just going, oh, we're we're David in this scenario. Well, they've like, won a World Series. We haven't. Uh, yeah, exactly. Then then. Uh, Hey David, you might want to go uh, put a put a couple of units down on this if you see yourself as the underdog because you're you're uh, yeah. uh this on the chat line Ranger Power recipe add one nine Raider Power and then mix it up. Okay, we'll have Thursday night football for bum, you tonight. Bum, bum, bum. Six thirty on one hundred point seven. The score Buccaneers at the Bills. So uh, Jamie Lint will be paying special close attention. There, there are probably a, a couple other matchups that would do uh, less for me than that one. But that that was pretty low on the list. <laughs> if it was Brady, still I'm sure you know be different. But mm, 
that buck's operation not so clean these days. More tech talk next from inside a Starbucks cup. <laughs> Drop the big splooge. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. So where is this hibachi place if you can't name it? We can name it. It's Ayashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on uh, 82nd in uh, what, Kingsgate? Yep, right on the south side, kind of over across the parking lot from that Burger King by McAllister's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bet. Uh, this in the chat line uh, from Bobby Hot Dogs. I am reminded of the 2019 World Series. Look at that Astros team and how heavily favored they were. And tell me that it is not one of the finest collection of baseball players ever assembled, yet they lost the World Series to the lowly Nationals. Uh, someone else says this. I will be out watching the game tomorrow night, so any listeners... Ooh. If you see me with my D-backs gear on, come say hi. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is prancing in the enemy territory. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I probably know three, four different people that are like Rangers lifers that are going. And I don't know how many of them, maybe one of them went like to one of the 2010 or 2011 games. And uh, so I, I would I would probably categorize this, and one of them's my age, which is not too old to start thinking about bucket list type items. You know, but by, by this age, you start going, "Hey, um, I don't know how many more times this kind of thing could happen in my sure. lifetime." And plus, then you put it. I mean, if you're if we're localizing this conversation to the Rangers, you go, oh, "See that guy over there at third base? I watched him. You know, had season tickets for his game." So. All of it becomes pretty special, but yeah, I got I got some I got some buddies that are making that trek this weekend. How about this? Um, if there is a game five, okay, it would be on Wednesday in Phoenix. In Phoenix, uh, and we will be at Twin Peaks on Wednesday. How about that? Yeah, we talked about this. This was one of the little sure. scheduling. Uh, wrinkles that uh you and i were wondering about in terms of uh how how our thursday situation would be that's good i like it pretty cool setting the stage for that and you know what it's good it was it's Fried good pickles. That, well, that too but that thursday if if we're the series were to continue uh by thursday texas tech playing a friday night home game that's mm-hmm. a travel day in the world series so you won't be Thursday night home game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know what I said, but yeah, that's a that won't be. We won't. Those of us who go to the stadium won't be missing game six or whatever. Yeah, game six yeah. would be Friday at seven, and then a game seven, if necessary, would be Saturday at seven. So, from a tech football schedule perspective, it could not have worked out any better. <laughs> you got that right. Appreciate uh, appreciate that lining up the way it. Thanks, did. Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob's got a little tech fan in him. Sure. He knows about Josh Young popularity in Lubbock, Texas. We'd love to get your thoughts and your comments today on the EH Flooring Center chat line at double T973.com. Dusty Baker did announce his retirement today, uh, as expected. 
uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see where the Astros turn. Um, you know, you would know this much better than me. In college football, Gus, it certainly seems like um, while this isn't necessarily anyone's kind of stated goal, you can pretty much with every hire point out at least one area where they are the complete opposite of their predecessor, right? Opposite theory. You know, I mean, you you went from Matt Wells, who had really minimal Texas ties, to the ultimate Texas insider in Joey McGuire, right? You went from Mike Leach, non-traditional, outside the box, um, you know, did it his own way, to Tommy Tuberville. You know, I mean, we we could I could spend the next three hours going over these different examples. Is that there an apparent in Major League Baseball manager hires? Yeah, and and uh, it's it's a good question, and and just to, it, it's hard to maybe be as anecdotal with that as what you and I can be with college football hires, or I maintain AD, and I'm not, you know, these are, it's anecdotal. I've measured all this out, but like I think about tech athletic director hires, mm-hmm. and it was like external hire. The guy's name was Dick Tamburo in the late 70s, followed by former Texas Tech assistant John Conley, followed by... Dick Tamburo. Yeah. it's awesome. By T. Jones, who was kind of an outsider, although he was from Childress, followed by Bockrath, who was an outsider. And then, you see what I'm saying? Like, And then followed by very much insider Gerald Myers, outsider, you know, uh, Kirby. And I'm saying outsider, meaning like not someone that's hired from within the staff. And so I I don't know philosophically that I I don't think Dusty Baker represented some uh, screaming maniac. And nor do I think that that Astros operation doesn't, that needs that. You know, I don't think it's a a young group that needs to be molded or anything. Not not that there's not some youth there, but I, I wouldn't be one bit surprised if they make the internal hire. Uh, with his bench coach because his bench coach was uh, a candidate for a couple like did a couple of interviews last year and would probably get a couple more interviews this year joe spada yep thank you i was just about to look that up um so i you know and 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 the other thing is i don't think that the you could sit there and look at the astros deal and go man they need a revamp they need to start over in in so many ways they're not to that point yet. They're, they they may be able to see it because they're two or three years away from some big, important contracts expiring and some really good players getting to a contract maturation. But that's, you know, I, I, my understanding is that a spot is highly regarded. And uh, now, your your America's team operation there, your owner, he you never know. If Reggie Jackson yeah. and Bagwell have somebody, something um, else in mind, who knows what's going to happen. Well, I am uh, – worry is probably too strong of a word because I I largely am um, – and I don't want to sound corny, but, like, they've played in seven straight ALCS, mm-hmm. right? They've played in four World Series in just the last seven years or whatever it is. They've won two championships. I feel pretty satisfied. Yeah, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like uh, – I, I don't know that I'm stressing – yeah, over this, but yeah, like you, you just had this unparalleled run of success, and it seems like 
the owner is hell-bent on going away from what led to that, hmm. right? And, you know, Jeff Bagwell was a really good player for this franchise. What is what? What makes anybody think he's qualified to make uh, a lot of decisions about who you're hiring for a manager in 2023? Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, that makes no sense to me. I think that's dumb. I think this is a case of, of Crane kind of wanting to be given a lot of credit for some of these moves um, instead of like Luno. And I saw somebody put it on Twitter this way last night, and I agree. Crane, uh, from an ownership standpoint, um, you know, born on third base, right, and and thought he hit a triple. <laughs> That's an interesting way to say it. Obviously loaded. Walked into a brand, or didn't say walk into it, but, you know, didn't, didn't buy the Astros at a time that he um, – you know, we got to read. We got to get a new stadium. Got to go fight the politics for all all that stuff was done. Uh, and to his credit, to his credit, uh, he was in lockstep with Luno in terms of their patience when that team was winning fifty games and looked like sure. a disaster. But uh, you know, he didn't he didn't buy and buy against that and try to buck that trend. And boy, did it pay off later on. But yeah, th- this. I, it, I am curious to you. I'll be interested behind the scenes to know how loud Bagwell's voice is and all that. More tech talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. You can also access that through the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Um, This on the chat line uh, from our resident... Diamondbacks fan. Uh, Rangers fans have already been giving me hell. I'm not going to talk crap. Let the D-backs take care of business first. Then the talking will happen. That's <laughs> that's the way to do it, that's right? strategy. And especially for something like this, where, like, it doesn't make really any sense for Astros fans, from my perspective. I mean, some people engage in this stuff all the time, and they get a kick out of it. And, hey, man, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. But, like, it's never made much sense to me talk crap about the Rangers, right? When they are in the same division, right? They play each other all the time and doing so would only invite others to do the same thing to you when your team invariably takes a downturn. And it's the same way with like, you know, college football or whatever. But in this case, I mean, what are the odds that the Diamondbacks and the Rangers will ever again meet in the World Series? In the World Series, yeah. I mean, it's it's not going to happen, right? It's astronomical probably. And so, you know, winner of this gets free reign. Like, if, if you're a Diamondbacks fan, if, if you're this guy, I mean, and your team wins four games, you know? Especially when you're the uh, the one living in their market. You know, just as a Rangers fan who lives in Phoenix might be adopting a similar. Sure, yeah. There may be a point at which there's a whole lot of suck it, Steve, the 
your team is poor kind I mean, of stuff. I mean, if I'm yeah. that person, Suck I'd it, be Steve. wearing D-backs gear for the next six months <laughs> sure. every time I go out. Because, again, there's there's no fear of any kind of, like, comeback. It's funny you say that. In 2011, of course, fourth-generation Cardinals fan, been clear about that. And 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 I generally root for the Rangers, obviously not in 2011, right? I mean, you say that. I but know. <laughs> I don't when they're playing the you Cardinals. Were, you were the dog ones. cussing them in our group chat earlier. <laughs> yeah, sure. The, uh, <laughs> and so 2011, the day after Game Seven, I don't think it was Game Six. I think it. I think it was done. I had grabbed it, and I'm generally like, "Hey, I don't want the confrontation that represents like I'm wearing my Cardinals crap around and giving everyone the double birds." Mm-hmm. And I had like a thrown a Cardinals coat in the car, you know, whatever. And they go, hey, it's cold. I'm throwing this thing on. Oh, crap. I'm walking into a restaurant, kind of a lunch sandwich joint over here by campus. And here's what I remember. I remember walking up there to order. And about where you are is the the, the restaurant worker. And he, he's taking someone's order. And I'm standing back a little bit. And, and, and they both kind of see me come in. And you're facing me, and she's ordering. And they're both kind of – and I remember – the restaurant worker going, man, it's a little soon for that, isn't it? You know, like to the lady. <laughs> I was like, I know, I didn't mean to be that guy, but it's like cold outside or whatever. Like, or yeah, you know, and so it was, <laughs> but I just remember like overhearing him say that. I was going, yeah, it kind of is. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be that guy. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line uh, Houston Astros need a little Lance Berkman running the show there. Nope. No, thank you. Do I, not want. Yeah, I would say I would say no to that. I mean, there's a nostalgia to it, but I don't think he's. Um, I don't think. Uh, I mean, like he, he he may be fine, but like, can we? Can he do a year at AAA first? Can he manage the Corpus Christi hooks for a year or whatever? Right now, he's managing a a group of five. What are they? Do you want? No, no, no. Isn't oh, Houston a, Baptist. Yeah, Houston Christian. Houston Christian. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like. That's not the same for someone with with so so little in terms of qualifications. You would need to have some kind of unparalleled playing career, I think, to have the I don't know the respect in the locker room mm-hmm. uh, or the clubhouse, so to speak. Like, what what is Lance Berkman going to tell Jose Altuve or Alex Bregman or Justin Verlander or Jordan Alvarez about championship expectations and how you play championship baseball. What do you know about that, Lance? Right? I mean, like, good player for a long time. I guess they did win a World Series with the Cardinals, right? Yeah, he did. Okay. And 11, but... And he, Not as some feature player. No, no, no. And, uh, yeah, he, you know... But but he's... Yeah, and, and, and this is not to say he wouldn't be capable of being good at it, but... And he, of all people, would understand 162 games. Right, as opposed to if they came and just hired a college coach. If they came and said, Tim Tadlock does a great job with his teams, let's get him to the Houston Astros. You know, you know, one of one of the concerns for that would be, man, 162 games a lot longer than that college season. You know what I mean? As opposed like you wouldn't say that with Nick Saban going to the Miami Dolphins from Alabama, right? No. I mean, you're not worried about length of season or something like that. There are other things you're concerned about. And so Berkman may – and he's a smart guy, the whole deal. He may be a capable, nostalgic name, and that could happen someday. I think right now, though, the reason why he's doing – like he went back and finished his degree at Rice, to his credit, what, right before COVID, I think. And um, 
he wanted to do the college thing, but I think he's still got like teenage kids. I think that's right. And so, you know, he th- there may be every reason for him to go, hey, I don't want to leave. Because Dusty said it. I got two dogs at home that they don't know who I am when I come at him. Now, <laughs> his kids are grown. I think I say that. He's got little ones, I think, with a new wife or a younger wife. But, uh, you know, he, he, and I think that's his point. He's like 74 years old, not getting to spend time with grandkids and all that. But he goes, those dogs, I haven't seen those dogs since February. That's, you know, you start to think about the magnitude sure. of that. You know, like, what do we need to think back to that happened in February that you and I would go, holy crap, that's a long time. The start of the Texas Tech baseball season, for example, and you go, dang, that's a that's a haul, right? Right. <laughs> all of that spring, all of that summer. And and those and he's lived it. He's seventy four years old, but I, that's why I, that'd be my only concern for Berkman. And he did it as a player at a high level. He's a smart guy. It could happen, but I would think if if I was really considering him, I go, hey, let's get a year of you in Double A or Triple A or something, just to you know, just to you know, do this do this thing on a day to day grind. Uh, I, I would really be surprised. I mean, I, I would be surprised if. if they don't go with the internal hire of the bench coach Espada just because it's continuity from a system and a, and a and a locker room and a core that's successful. Like if, if the dusty thing had ended combative and the player, you know, there was scandals and all that kind of stuff, then you probably don't want to go with the internal deal. But Espada seems like to me he'd be the, the right guy, assuming he is what everybody thinks he is. This in the chat line from Christo. Uh, Hi, guys. I like a spotted to be the new Astros manager, but I think they might go with Osmus, who is good friends with Bagwell, who is the principal advisor to Astros owner Jim Crane. I hope Brown, the GM of the Astros, is allowed to pick the manager of the team. I don't – yeah, I'm not excited about Brad Osmus. I don't I don't I, want this to be some kind of buddy-buddy thing. Right, and I, especially not where they are at this yeah. point in time. Like, hey, we're – Let's not let's not do anything that really brings about big changes because there's a lot of success. But I'm with you. I'm with you. Why well, go get somebody that's been out of the game for a while? More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there. How you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear what you have to say today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. The Big 12 has announced its uh, postseason conference awards for women's soccer. And it may come as no shock to you, but uh, the Red Raiders, which won the outright conference championship in the regular season, uh, well represented yeah, uh, not, in this press release. Not quite a clean sweep, but uh, pretty dang close. Uh, Tom Stone, of course, Big 12 Coach of the Year. And that was a unanimous selection. Yeah, and how could it not be? Because they were picked to be their fourth, fourth maybe, think, yeah. maybe fifth. Yeah, so I mean, they were picked to be a, a a good team, one of the better teams, and I think it's safe to say you and I would have started the team, not 
uh, the season, not knowing a whole lot about this thing, not not a ton of context. But you and I would have gone. Hope that team can make it to the NCAA tournament. So, oh, you don't. You must have been gone the day that I predicted that they would win the Big Twelve. <laughs> that they would and run they the would table, go undefeated. Maybe a tie or two. Sending <laughs> myself. Oh, yeah. uh, also, uh, and that preseason, Hannah Anderson was the preseason first te- all first team Big Twelve, and an all- I got All American mention. She, of course, the uh, defender of the year, Madison White, goalkeeper of the year, and Sam Courtright, freshman of the year. How about that? So that's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's... Uh, of, of the seven, I'm sorry, of the six major awards, you, yeah. Tech, received four of them. Also on, on the first team, of course, the ones I just mentioned, White, Anderson, Courtright, also on there, Ashley Williams... At forward and Macy Blackburn, unfortunately, the injured player right. in the last what within, which is pretty cool because that that happened. You know, she missed what two games, the last two, maybe three. Oh, I think a little maybe bit, yeah, two, more than two. Yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting that of the first team, there are only two unanimous selections, uh, and they're bl- both Texas players. You know, Mishimo and Byers. I can't remember. Each of them might have scored against us, but they both have an insane number of goals, like ranked nationally. Like, I'm going to make this up, but you'll get what I'm saying. Third and eighth in the country in goals. And so the two of them uh, with a ton of goals. But, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's nice, but... AD, if you, especially if you they tell me... fourth. Yeah, if you tell me that this is probably like the other votes where you can't vote for your own team, makes you wonder who's petty rear rear end who's petty rear end didn't vote yeah. for well, madison three away games in conference play give me that right. great right is that is that the the byu code could remember it, it because it does create some interesting math around this when you sure. can't vote for your own players you you can do a tiny bit of detective work uh all big 12 second team alex kerr another name that might be familiar with uh, and then a uh two Red Raiders on the freshman team. Of course, we mentioned Courtright, the freshman of the year, and uh, Chloe Soto. So, it, it's absolutely what you'd expect when you when you win. These sort of things follow, but when you go undefeated and you do what they did with a ton of shutouts and all, um, I mean, I, I want them to get through next week with some success. It'd be great to win that tournament. Don't get me wrong. I want to get through that thing clean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's. Uh, Let's uh, get through that thing clean and uninjured and uh, host a couple of uh, first-round games. That's that's my plan. Yeah, I uh, – What did we finish? BYU was in second place, right? Isn't that right? Uh, yeah. Yep. And so they have two on the first TCU team. And then TCU and then Texas. Four on the second team. Yeah, a couple of TCU players on the first team. Three on the second team. So yeah, love it, love it, love it. That was that. Uh, that was so is so much to follow. And uh, looking forward to the tournament next week. Like I said, get through that thing healthy and let's get on with it. So it, it seems like Tech is kind of on the is in the conversation, but not like a slam dunk that they would be a one seed Oof. based on. You know, right now, yeah. I don't know how much the postseason tournaments, how much those weigh in. Um, but either way, I mean, you're going to be hosting postseason games 
at the yeah. John Walker Soccer Complex, which is pretty cool. That it is. Uh, those things have been fun. The two times I went, they're kind of chilly because you're doing it, and you know whatever that would be, November 10th or whatever, on down the couple weekends into November. But uh, a blast. I, I hope that I, I I just I say that about the weather. I hope it's not some weirdo rainy thing that drives you know that just keeps fans from going because that place will be loud and fun and packed and and uh, kind of cantankerous. I've been down there where you'd hear people like chirping the goalie and stuff because the goalie's about from here to the door. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, so that's – sorry, lady, I don't know who you are, but you're playing – you're wearing the wrong uniform to be standing this close to us. There is a fence between us and them. So, you know, and I encourage, uh, you know, keep it clean down there. But, uh, yeah, wear her out. Somebody yeah. says this Astros are uh, – in a more problematic situation than Gus suggests, farm system is gutted and yep. aging stars. Their time is over. Well, I, it, when we we aging. went in, we went into depth on that a little bit more and and talked about that. Like they've got a couple of expiring contracts next year, big ones. I think I, this time next year we're staring down the barrel of what Altuve and Bregman, I think, and a bunch of those young pitchers are getting to arbitration. I mean, there's there yes, absolutely, uh, and. They traded their two best prospects for a forty-year-old, mm-hmm. and you know what? Verlander's good and the whole deal, and they're paying a lot of money for him. And so, yes, they're absolutely right. I, and and we covered that the other day to the texture uh, in a little more detail. I, I don't think that means the window has slammed shut right now, but it's you know we're on the backside of this run. I would think if you were graphing it, does backside of the run mean they're going to go seventy and ninety-two next year? I doubt it, but. You would think that over the next three to five years, it's going to get a little more lean. Uh, this from the old man who asks, uh, have we had a Red Raider play on a World Series team before or maybe coached one? Yes. Um, we've had a couple of coaches, as, a, as coaches, not managers. Uh, Josh Tomlin pitched for Cleveland against the Cubs in 2016. And I think that was the one player appearance. And so Josh Young starting as a position player will just will trump that. Break all yeah. the things. Yeah, because I think Tom Long only pitched once in that World Series, and it was a short little relief stint. Uh, uh, and Tom Long was kind of a one-and-done guy here. He's from White House. Hello, Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, well, way, way older, way, way ahead of Pat, probably 10 years older than Pat. But, uh, um, yeah, this will be – Josh will be the – the player that'll just kick down the door as much as he's done with so much of the other stuff in terms of former Red Raiders in the big leagues. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.